0: Wildcat fans, this is the Weber State Weekly Game Day Show. I am your host today, Dustin Chapman. Uh, Today, we're going to be revisiting the loss last week against UC Davis. Weber State going down, of course, 14 to 17 on a late touchdown against UC Davis. We're also going to look ahead to tonight's game against Cal Poly and what we can expect there. And we'll also fly around the big sky and see exactly what's going on in conference action today. Happy to be with you. Happy to be uh, talking about Weber State football. Uh, let's start with last week. Pretty easy, pretty easy start, right? Uh, Weber State goes down to UC Davis by a score of 14-17 last Saturday uh, at Stewart Stadium. Uh, a little bit of a heartbreaking loss. Honestly, uh, felt like Weber State controlled most of the game. They were in control for really throughout and just a lot of missed opportunities only to give up a, a late touchdown and uh, lose the game. Um, as I rewatched the game, I, we, we obviously talked a lot about the game on our podcast uh, on Monday night, but as I rewatched the game, I had a few thoughts and a few things that just came to me. Uh, And really what it came down to was missed opportunities. And in fact, we're going to listen to some audio from the press conference, weekly press conference this week from, from both coach Jay Hill, as well as Eddie Heckard. And you'll see that a theme throughout that was simply missed opportunities. It was capitalizing on, on, on what the team needs to do better um, capitalizing on opportunities they have to, to, to really, Make things better and and to win games. And really, that's what it came down to as I was rewatching the game this week. Uh, Just seems like they they had the chance to put it away Uh, in the second half. If they score one or two touchdowns on those drives uh, in late in the third and fourth quarter, then it's a different game. Right, the game is over, and and Weber State wins. They Weber State dominated the first half. Right, they they had much much more offense than UC Davis did in the first half of that game. And still, we went to a game that was that was tied at halftime. So, uh, listening to the, the press conference here this week, and again, we'll we'll share some of those clips with you here in just a second. It just appears that uh, the team is not giving up. It appears that they just think again that 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 we have a lot going for us, but that we just got to finish right. Uh, for me personally, a couple of other quick observations: uh, the the fourth down plays in the real in the first half really cost Weber State, especially that second one in the second quarter. Uh, taking the points there really, I think, would have helped. You know, it, it, it's it's interesting to watch. There's a a theme uh, of college football uh, for, for coaches to go for it on fourth down, you know, instead of taking the points and man, it just seems like that's coming back to bite people a lot. So who knows, who knows if it's a trend or it's uh, something that we're leaving out, but absolutely something to watch going forward. Um, RDBs played really well. RDBs played well throughout other than that last drive. It seemed like we just couldn't get a stop, but overall throughout the game, our our RDBs played well. Uh, UC Davis on their side, their punter, I felt like their punter won the game for him. Uh, he was consistently pinning Weber State, you know, back in, in deep in their own territory and, you know, asking a quarterback, making his first start to consistently make 80 and 90 yard drives to score. And it just seems like that was, was a little too much to, to overcome. Uh, Kylan Weiser, speaking of him, he was on our podcast this week. Uh, interesting to note, he was very fleet of foot. He was a lot faster than I thought he would be. And, and in talking to him this week on our podcast, the conclusion I came to is the kid's an athlete. You know, we talked about, uh, him punning the ball. We talked about his, just his athletic ability quite a bit. And, and the kid's an athlete. It's fun to watch him. Uh, looks like he is going to be starting the game tonight against Cal Poly. We're going to see more of that, but, uh, he was surprisingly fleet of foot. Okay. Um, and, and, and that's about it. Really, one other observation: We got down to the end of the game. Weaver had zero timeouts remaining. Right when 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 UC Davis scored that that last touchdown, uh, Weaver had no timeouts. Had thirty seconds about left to to go down the field and try to get a score, try to get a field goal. Uh, Not only were they asking a young quarterback making his first start to do that, they also had no timeouts to do it. So, a little bit of a rough rough ask if you ask me. But let's talk a little bit about. Get some some feedback from from the coaches and players, specifically Eddie Heckard on on what he saw going on throughout uh, throughout the game last week and really just where uh, where we're at as far as
1: the season goes. And we see like the, this, the little stuff that's killing us in those games or the reason we're losing those games. So we're not I wouldn't say we're taking it too hard. Like we're we're definitely hurt behind losses, but we know we know what little mistake we gotta fix. We're not down on ourselves. We're still the same team. Uh, I still feel like we're the, we're still a team to beat um, in the country. We played James Madison, the number number two three team. We we could beat them. Uh, it, they didn't give us. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't nothing spectacular. We just we can't make the little mistakes in the big games, and that. Kind of happy we're going through that early because. Uh, we're fixing it now instead of later in the playoffs when it comes up. So that's, that's my take on it. Like, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. I'm going to fix it. We're not going to keep making the same mistakes over and over.
0: All right, there we go. There's, there's Eddie Heckard talking about that. The one thing I really like at the end there, uh, one, he's confident. Love that kid is confident. They feel like they can play with anybody. Um, but at the end there, one thing I really like is him saying, uh, you know, glad we're getting this out of the way now rather than than at the end of the season, rather than when it matters. And 100%, I, I love that because last in the spring season, you know, it definitely felt like Weaver state was uh, really winning games closely, you know, and it seemed like every single game, they were pulling it out at the end. And, and, and then eventually when they got to the playoffs and played Southern Illinois, uh, it, it bit them right? And so the team knows that and, and it looks like they've learned and uh, I definitely love hearing Eddie Heckard say glad we're getting this out of the way now. Now let's go to Kate, Coach Hill and see what, uh, what he has to say about the state of the season so far.
2: Right now we got to stay the course. I mean, we, we can't freak out. We, we've been beat by the University of Utah, James Madison, who I believe is the one or two team in the country right now, UC Davis, who's a top 10 team and we lost the turnover margin by two against James Madison, and we lost the turnover margin by three against UC Davis. If we win the turnover margin those two games, we're sitting here three and one, and everybody's like, "What?" That they're, they're praising us, right? We're top two, two or three team in the country right now, and the re- the reality is that's not it. it I don't think it has much to do with as much to do with finishing as take care of the football with these quarterbacks who are now playing. You know the, The James Madison games, those were the first reps that Randall had taken this year. And UC Davis were the first start for Kylan in his career. And we just got to do a better job taking care of the ball. And I promise you, we're we're saying a completely different tune just by that one thing alone. As far as finishing goes, you know, it it comes down to make a play. Um, And if that's the offense, we got a chance to convert on third down. If we convert in that game on third down, it's the game was over. If we if we just make a tackle, we had an open field tackle on it was a third and twelve, and we got a chance to make it and make it fourth and twelve. Instead we missed the tackle, and now it's fourth and five, and they complete a hitch and go down and score a or Just find a way to make a play. And that's like I say, we're not far off. It's not where we're gonna reinvent the wheel. We've won four straight conference championships. We know how to win games, we just gotta do it. Right.
0: OK, so there's Coach Hill on where things are at, where they stand with the season. Uh, once again, looks like the little things is what they're focusing on quite a bit. Um, I very much enjoy listening and, and being able to, part, to take part in these weekly press conferences because it, it's a lot of fun to to just hear and, and kind of get insight into what Coach Hill is telling the team. And clearly, there's been an emphasis on doing the little things that matter, uh, finishing and, 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 you know, them knowing that they're a good team and being confident in them being a good team, just knowing that they need to, to finish and do things a little bit better. So, anyway, a uh, couple notes from the UC Davis game. Let's talk a little bit about uh, defense. We had, uh, again, defensive back Eddie Heckard. He talked a little bit about the defensive strategy. Uh, let's hear what he had to say.
1: Um, I've learned myself that no matter what's going on, uh, you got to find a way to make a play, get a turnover, get out of a drive. And as a defense, like I talked to some linemen and some linebackers. Um, we like, I feel like everybody feels the same way. It's like we're not pointing a finger. We we know we just got to get out of a drive and make a play. Um, I don't I don't I don't really think uh, it's. It's too bad of a, like, we're thinking too down on ourselves or anything. I think it's it's just we we know we got to make a play. And f- going forward, I mean, that's what we're practicing, making plays. We want to get the ball out, get interceptions, sacks. Like, any, any big-time play, that's what we're looking to make now. But every drive, not just
0: late drives. So you have it. Uh, and the defense really, to me, played well last week. The, the defense held them for most of the game and the offense. Heck, the offense played well for, for a lot of the night, too. They just they just didn't finish. Uh, up until late in the game, the defense, I, I thought, really was pretty outstanding. And really, you know, I, I know it's, it may be easy to be critical of the defense giving up a touchdown on that last drive. But, man, that Cal Poly offense was good. Um, uh, the, the, the offense that coach Hawkins and, and his son coach Hawkins have put in there, it was hard to defend. Uh, they were running, you know, sweep plays and, and, and option plays run pass option plays every way. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and it became apparent, especially as they were going into the, for that last score, that it was going to be four down territory, no matter what, once they cross midfield and, you know, it's hard to stop an offense like that four plays in a row. So uh, outside of that, that thing, I I really do think our defense did a good job. Uh, Of course, Coach Hill was also asked in the weekly press conference this week about the offense. Uh, That seems to have been a pretty hot topic among Weber State fans this week and and rightfully so. Uh, Definitely understand the frustration with the offense not finishing. The one takeaway I think that I really have is that they were better. You know, they, they, they were able to produce a lot of yards where I think against James Madison, they weren't necessarily doing that. Uh, and of course, in the spring, a little bit of a mixed bag, but they definitely, especially for Kylan Weiser, having his first start and and coming in, you know, that uh, they did really well. But of course, Coach Hill was asked about uh, what the offense needs to do to improve. And uh, here's what he had to say.
2: I think Kylan did a lot of great things in that game. He ran the ball effectively. He hit some really good throws, but, there's still some things that we're missing and, and it's not all him. It's, you know, the, the wide out catching the ball that's there to be made. It's Kylan throws the ball where it's supposed to be. And we get, we get, uh, you know, gloved up or something like that. Um, it's blocking downfield at times. Josh Davis hit three or four creases. If we just do a little bit of better job of blocking downfield, those might be touchdowns instead of 20 yard gains. Um, yeah. It, it's just, we're, we're so close. Just, if you look at stats, Josh Davis, Dante McMillan, both ran for 5.8 yards of carry. And, and Kylan was right around that five yards of carry. The completion percentage was not horrible and yards, 411 yards, I think is the most anybody's got against UC Davis this year. It's just, we need those things to correlate to points. And a lot of that is just continuing to get Kylan the reps that he needs and I mean, for all through camp, Kylan was our third quarterback, hardly taking reps, and we just got to get him rolling. And and he will. He he cares, and he's practiced well, and he did a lot of great things in the last game.
0: So there you have it. I especially like that last comment from Coach Hill. There, you know, telling us that that Kylan Weiser had hardly taken any snaps. He was a third third quarterback throughout fall camp, and now to be put in a position here you know, where he had to, um, to, to start a game, you know, that's a pretty daunting task. And I, and I, I really do. I think the young man did, did well for his first start in college football. Okay. Final note on UC Davis. Let's, let's listen to one more soundbite here from coach Hill, where he just addresses the UC Davis game and kind of puts a cap on it for us.
1: Eddie mentioned something along the lines that, you know, he loves the attitude and the mindset of this team coming out to practice still putting in the work with the right attitude going forward about being the team they want to be is the sort of vibe around that team. Ben, would you want it to be uh, coming into this week and, and through the rest of conference play?
2: Um, I thought there were some things that we needed to improve last week. I didn't love our, I didn't love our Wednesday and Thursday practice. They weren't bad, but I think they needed to be cleaner the week before we needed to be better on our Friday walkthrough um so th- there's some things that we're still honing in on and i think that the the leadership is starting to see that you know that it's time to take charge and and take over and it's easy to blame a lot of the stuff that's gone on to a hard schedule or a bunch of crazy injuries or whatever but that, the reality is no one cares media doesn't care fans don't care we got to find a way to fix it and go down to Cal Poly and get a win and Um, I think the players today were very focused on that task.
0: Okay. Of course, the question there coming from uh, in the press conference from Tony Parks, hardest working man in sports radio in Utah. Uh, He's all over the place. He does a great job covering Weber State when he's involved there. Uh, And of course, Coach Hill just saying there, hey, look, nobody cares. Nobody cares that the the games have been hard. You know, um, we got to win and we got to do that against Cal Poly. So, let's move on to Cal Poly. The game will be tonight at uh, six thirty p.m. Uh, actually, six p.m. Excuse me. That game will take place. Be televised on ESPN Plus. Uh, make sure you're able to watch that. But uh, let's talk. Let's listen to Coach Hill and, and kind of give his initial assessments of what we have to talk about. What, what we're dealing with with Cal Poly. The couple notes. On Cal Poly, you know, they come in with an identical one and three record, uh, same as Weber State, uh, but honestly, they're the one and three that they have feels vastly different. You know, they uh they have a win against San Diego, uh, Pioneer Conference member San Diego. And man, how 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 far has San Diego fallen? That program was Regularly the qualifier from the Pioneer Conference in the playoffs, and they just have not been good <laughs> this year. So, uh, so Polly started off with a win against San Diego, a loss at Fresno State, um, another loss against South Dakota, and then last week, a loss against Montana. So identical uh, record to to Weber State. But as I mentioned, it feels completely different. If you look at statistical analysis uh, from the Big Sky Conference, Cal Poly is near the bottom in um, basically every category except passing. Right. They are they're undergoing a transition for anybody who who hasn't uh, paid a whole lot of attention to Cal Poly. uh, They are undergoing a transition. They they brought in Bo Baldwin, who, of course, had a lot of success. At Eastern Washington, Uh, he's now their head coach, but he runs a completely different type of offense than they've run in the past. Uh, The Cal Poly has been traditionally a triple option team Uh, now under Bo Baldwin, they're they're moving to the spread offense. So it's been a bit of a transition. But, you know, Bo Baldwin is, is clearly a successful coach. Uh, in fact, we'll listen to a couple of quotes from Coach Hill on that. Um, and, and, and he's going to get things going there. But as for now, uh, you know, they, they're, they're having a little bit of a rough time. So let's hear what Coach Hill had to say on his initial assessments from Cal Poly.
2: Well, I think the running backs run hard. That's one thing. Uh, I heard Eddie mention they have a wide they have a wide out transfer from Fresno State, number six, that does a really good job. Um, the offensive line is a good solid, big sky O-line. And then the defense plays hard. They'll fly around and hit you and and do some good things. They went up to Montana and I thought their defense played good. But the, the the reality was they gave up two, two defensive touchdowns and a kick return for a touchdown. I mean, you go up to Montana and do that, you're gonna get you're going to get beat. And, uh, but the defense, I mean, the defense did a lot of good things in that game against Montana's offense.
0: <laughs> you can almost uh, uh, sense Coach Hill kind of giving a little bit of a wry smile there and talking about how if you go to Montana and give up tone turnovers, you're going to be beat. Sounds like it's a personal experience. We all know, of course, that it is from 2019. But yeah, Capali uh, is absolutely a-, a team in transition. Uh, as far as it's a good week for for Weber State coming up, of course, they have a bye next week and then they have a Friday night game against Montana State at home here in Ogden. Uh, it, it's a good, good week for them to to hopefully get get healthy, right, to, to get things right, to write the ship, to uh, make sure that everything is going well. For me personally, the things that I'm going to look for, uh, I want to see how Kyvin Weiser does in his second start. I want to see uh, how he looks out there on the field and his confidence and his poise and what just a, a full week of practice of him being him being the guy, what that translates into for the Weaver State offense. Okay. Also looking for our defense. Uh, oh, excuse me. Let's go back to offense. One more thing on offense uh, finishing. OK, uh, we need to figure out how to finish in especially in the red zone and, 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 and make sure that that those things are cleaned up. The penalties are cleaned up Uh, on defense, uh, as you heard mentioned here in the press conference and through the clips we've shared numerous times, obviously there's an emphasis on little things and on making a play. Okay. So I am, I'm curious to see how that goes to see if we can win a turnover battle. Um, we have not, we did not win the turnover, turnover battle against JMU. We did not win the turnover battle against UC Davis. We did not win the turnover battle against Utah. I'm pretty sure we did against Dixie, but uh, we got to do better there. So those little plays, those things like that, I think that's, that those are the things that I'm watching for. Okay. Of course you can't overlook Cal Poly. Um, Coach Hill had an interesting quote when asked about, you know, playing Cal Poly and and, and, and maybe them just not being a a prime competitor in the Big Sky Conference, somebody that's challenging perhaps for a Big Sky title. Uh, Coach Hill had some some interesting thoughts on that.
2: Just, Just so you know, in this league, if you don't show up ready to go, anybody can get you. They're talented enough on both sides of the ball that if you're not ready to go, they'll get you. And then you're going up against one of the elite coaches in this league. I mean, Bo Baldwin's won a national championship. He's coordinated at the power five level. He's got every ounce of our focus and attention. And the reality is being one and three, you can't overlook anybody. I don't care about what's happened in 17, 18, 19, 20. This is 2021. We better be ready to go. And I, I really believe our guys will. So, and, and like I said, I, I have, all the faith and confidence in the world in Bo Baldwin that he's going to have that thing rolling. and I know what a good, great coach he is, and what a great person he is. So, people are going to want to play for him.
0: Okay, so clearly a lot of respect from from Coach Hill there in regards to Bo Baldwin, uh, and, and and really do love him. Saying you got to come ready to play every week, and I believe the team will be that. Uh, they're not going to overlook anybody. Uh, but you know, it is a good week. Uh, it, it's certainly not the same tier of game as, as UC Davis or James Madison, you know, one top five team and, and another just outside the top five. So uh, playing two top 10 teams in a row and a, a, a pack 12 team in three or four games so far this season uh, it, it's a good week to, to get healthy if you're Weber state. Hey, okay. So, uh, so that's Cal Poly. Again, the game will be uh, tonight at 6 PM. uh taking place uh, actually 6 30. There's conflicting information here. So it starts at 6 30 broadcast from Cal Poly, and that will be on ESPN plus. So one other note here, this is just a a random note that I wanted to share from the press conference. This, the weekly press conference this Tuesday, Uh, Eddie Heckard was asked uh, by, uh, well, really him, it was Tony Parks and Brett and It turned into quite a really good conversation uh, that maybe I'd like to post some more of, but, Uh, Eddie Heckard was asked about just his recruitment to Weber state, knowing that Weber state was home and, and what the team does as far as just getting to know their teammates and getting to know those around them and their life story. And it was, it was super interesting. It was really good conversation. I want to play just a a clip of it here so you can get a sense of, of what's going on in the locker room there. And what a great Atmosphere Coach Hill is 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 creating at Weber State University for these young men to 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 thrive not only now while they're spending their time uh, playing football at Weber State University but after. Well, let's listen to, to Eddie Hecker just talk about how he knew that Weber State was home and and uh, and and some of the things that they do to to get to know and trust their teammates. Uh,
1: my first year, for sure, I knew. I knew um, it was a family program, a family culture, just because we, we go on a little camping trip and fall camp. That, that showed me a lot. We, re, we really get to know people, like know people's story. And from day one, when I talked to Coach Hill, the head coach, um, it was him getting to know me. It wasn't even about football. It was him getting to know me and where I come from. Uh, so he wanted to make sure I was the right kind of guy to bring in the family. So that's what we do here. It's like, we're not, we're not just, we're not just, um, recruiting just off football. We want to know if you're good enough to be in this family. And, um, that's how it is with testimony and commitments. We, every player has heard at least 10 of their teammates, uh, story and where they come from in that background. And we get, and we do that every year. So it's like, I didn't hurt probably 60% of the team's like background and where they come from, you know, former players as well.
0: All right. Uh, How excellent is that? You know, in, uh, in, in a day in a world that, you know, is seems to be so, so hell bent on just being split and not agreeing on much of anything, you know, Eddie Hecker talking about what the team does there and just sits down and gets to know each other. Uh, It sounds like they have ten individuals on the team each year that they have to sit down and get to know on a personal level and get to know their story and where they come from and why, um, it makes them understand each other. And then it's great, honestly, uh, on a personal level, I, it, it's a, what a wonderful thing that uh, coach Hill is doing up there on campus to, to help these young men just, just, uh, just understand, uh, uh, what it means to be, to be a person in the world and walk a mile in somebody else's shoes and be able to understand who they are. So, so way to go, Coach Hill. Way to go, team. Way to go, Eddie Heckard. That's a, it's a phenomenal thing. So, okay, folks. Well, let's wrap it up here. Talk about the big sky slate that we have going on today. Uh, and then we will look forward to Weber State playing Cal Poly tonight. Uh, first off today, we have Northern Colorado playing at number 11, Montana State. That game is at 1 o'clock. Kicks off uh, again on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, then we have Idaho State playing at Northern Arizona. That game will be at 2 o'clock Mountain and also kicking off on ESPN+. Plus. And then we have Portland State playing at Southern Utah. That game starts at 6 p.m. Mountain Time being broadcast on ESPN+. Plus. Then, of course, we have number 19, Weber State, playing at Cal Poly uh, at 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, as we've talked about a couple times here. Uh, and then we have uh, Idaho playing at number 8, UC Davis, 8 p.m., uh, Mountain time being broadcast on ESPN Plus. And then of course the, the game of the week, really in the conference, number four, Montana at number six, Eastern Washington from the inferno, from the red turf that really none of us like except them. <laughs> that game is taking place at 8.30 PM and it will be broadcast on ESPN too, actually. So uh good exposure for the conference. Really good part of what the ESPN package is bringing to them. Um, I myself have noticed just the quality of the, the broadcast being upgraded around the conference. Uh, and it really will also pay dividends tonight when we get to see a, a regular season Big Sky game uh, be broadcast in one of the late night windows on ESPN, too. And, you know, it'd be interesting. You know, I don't know how far it goes, but down the road, it would be interesting to see if if more Big Sky games could be slotted into that late window on, on any of the ESPN networks, you know, on ESPN2 or ESPNU, uh, the, the Pac-12 after dark and of course the, the Mountain West action that you get along the West Coast. Uh, the Big Sky is the only FCS conference in the Western United States. And uh, who knows, there could potentially be an opportunity for them to slot some more big games into that that late window. So anyway, there you have it, folks. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, And I will sign off saying this is Dustin Chapman. Uh, And there we go. Wildcats. Weber State, Weber State. Great, great, great. (laughs)